Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for ancient Egyptian pharaohs. I'm Tyler. I'm Cody. Seems I'm, like... I almost said I'm Cody. <laughs> I was going to say, it seemed like you were tripped up a little bit there. Yeah, I'm Cody. You, you're Tyler. <laughs> Moving on. I'm Tyler. I'm Cody. Moving on. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> What did we watch? <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> the movie? Yeah. Or is it Yu-Gi-Oh! Pyramid of Light? I'm very confused. <laughs> it seemed like the title card of the movie said it was Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie. It seems like IMDb says it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Pyramid of Light. I. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie Pyramid of Light. Where does the colon go, though? Is it after Both. Yu-Gi-Oh? Is it after the movie? Yu-Gi-Oh, colon, the movie, colon, Pyramid of Light. Colon. Yes. Oh my gosh, there's still a little bit of the Red Bull in here from the last episode. Oh. Still good? Oh yeah, Red Bull never goes flat. I've had a Red Bull in my fridge for a week, taking a sip, still fizzy, and I was like... <laughs> what magic are they doing in Austria to make it retain the fizz that long? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, I see. Here's what, the thing. Where do you even start? What do you, it's the Yu Gi Oh! For anybody that doesn't know, it's the Yu Gi Oh! movie from 2004. It's the first major motion picture mm-hmm. based on the Yu Gi Oh! franchise. Everybody loved it. We all saw it. We all got the card. I got the crappy little fuzzball. My dad got like one of the Sphinxes, the most powerful cards in the game. So Mm -hmm. I stole his card. Shockingly, he did not care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, do you want to try to summarize this movie for me? Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of worms. There's a big can of worms. All right. Yu-Gi-Oh! plays a card game. He is also... Uh, Yu-Gi is a young His boy. His name is Yu-Gi. Yu-Gi is a young boy who is sometimes possessed by the spirit of an ancient pharaoh. They both are very good at a card game that everybody plays. He's the best around, but his nemesis doesn't like that he's the best around. And he may just get tangled up in dark, mysterious powers to try to come out on top. Yu-Gi versus Kaiba. Thank you. <laughs> Seto. Yeah. Is his first name Kaiba? Is his that, last name? That's Kaiba. Kaiba right. San. Is that what no. we say? No. All right. Just Kaiba. Okay. Here's. I'll tell you why. But first, Cody, let's let's hop in our dragon jet because I want to jump right into the spoilers. Okay. Yeah, I agree. That's okay. Hop in this dragon jet with me. Okay. I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> and you were thinking the I, same. I thing. was just hoping the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Now before that was, there were some gems on this movie. That was my favorite, I think. Before <laughs> before you get too into it, Cody, I got a little. I got like a little factoid here. I was gonna set my phone down there and change my mind. Just so you're on the same page, on the right page, mm-hmm. on the same page as me. Okay. Because I've said some of these things before, and you laugh it off like I'm joking. So I've adjusted these facts for the three years since first off, it says three years since Yugi started playing. He's playing before the first episode of the show. Mm -hmm. His dad owns a card game. His grandpa. He's a he's an anime character, which means his parents are long gone. All right. His grandfather, who you you know, we all know it. We are all familiar with the, you know, the classic story. His grandfather a famous Egyptologist who got trapped in a tomb with one with a game with a fa- another famous Egyptologist, um, and then they uh, and then now he owns a game store because somebody else that wasn't trapped in the tomb where all the stuff from Dual Monsters came from started Dual Monsters. Anyway. <laughs> In this movie, Pegasus is 27 years old. <laughs> Joey, Yugi, Tristan, and uh, Taya, mm-hmm. and Seto Kaiba. Okay. 
are all somewhere between 17 and 19. They were all- Yugi is 17 years old, roughly? Maybe. There are some who postulate- I he was like 12. So in the, when the movie started, they were all in the second year of high school, but he's so small. So some <laughs> postulate that he is one of them savant kids, them young oh, kids. Yeah? But the rest of them were all- I almost skipped a grade. Did I tell you that? <gasps> no. They like, I don't remember all the, I just remember like being asked about it. Like they toyed around the idea of it. Yeah. I did not do it. You weren't but smart I did, enough. I was also one of those kids who was born in September. So like yeah. I chose to go to school right away rather than wait a year. I so. was forced to wait a year because I didn't know street signs when I was five. <laughs> That's if you're in. What Ar does that mean? If you're in Arkansas. <laughs> you don't know street signs. If you're in Arkansas. <laughs> like and you, you didn't know skip, what they were. Yeah. That's <laughs> what? what they do. They show you a sheet of no, street but signs. But I'm saying like. But you understood the concept of a sign. Yes. Okay. All right. They show you a yield sign. But you didn't memorize all. Wait, they yeah. made you take a driver's license test? Yes. <laughs> That's how old. you get into first grade in Arkansas. <laughs> is they're like, what is this? What? And I'm like, I don't, I know you have to wait for other cars. And they're like, but what kind of sign is it? I was like, I don't know. And then they're like, go to kindergarten. <laughs> and I was a gigantic kindergartner. Anyway, the point is. He is at max age during this film 19 because they graduated. They're moving on to the next stage of their lives. They're teenagers. I'll tell you what. Living Joey, their best lives. <laughs> Joey and Tristan behave like 13 year olds with like really tough older siblings. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you're telling me they're on the cusp of graduating high school and going into college. Yeah. they've That's just. Like I at. think at this point they've just graduated high school or it's like their senior year. <sighs> All right. I'll tell you what. I just got paused here. You fed me a NOS, and I don't know what you put in it. <laughs> if I've been drugged, hold on. Let me just, is my heart okay? My heart rate is 20 BPM faster than normal. All right, carry on. Just You're wanted to acknowledge that. What is in this? Nitrous. Did you put speed? NOS is just speed <laughs> dissolved in Red Bull. That's what okay. it is. All right. My point is, the real factoid here is Pegasus is 27 years old. That's what you so really... Pegasus is basically my age. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's really all I wanted to drop most on Most of you. my friends are 17 years old. Is that not... When you're 29, most of your friends are about He's no friends with age. them. They're children. Hold on. He is the head... Can we okay, talk these about are the Pegasus, though? Okay, Pegasus was a young boy. He was... Okay. When you first meet him, he's 24. But longs for a lost love who died. His wife or something died? No. His girlfriend. His sister. They're very unclear <laughs> on who it was. Okay. Um, and Seto Kaiba is head of the one of the largest corporations on the face of the planet. And he started when he was 10 and dumb mm. as a poor little orphan boy and has built this corporation. He knows what he's doing. And Pegasus was the same way. They're old men now. By Japanese anime standards, so, I just Pegasus. I, here's the thing: yeah. I, I collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, I collected Pokemon. I collected Yu-Gi-Oh. I did a little bit of Digimon. Mm. I watched Pokemon show. I watched Digimon show, pretty religiously. I've only seen like five episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh, but it was a you know I was there for the craze, and uh, I forgot all the details. And so oh, yeah. watching this, I was like, oh yeah, Kaiba. Oh Yugi. Oh Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Okay. This is so weird. Oh Pegasus. I forgot the hair. Basically, the hair brought it all back. Every character I was like, I forgot this dude just has like a point horn hair. Yeah. Tristan. Well, okay, but Pegasus. Yeah. Pegasus is head of security. He's has a twenty-seven-year-old man point. with silver lilac, silver lilac hair. He has to be a pansexual, and you're saying he's the guy who like sells all the. He's like the card guy, the yeah. card mogul. He started. He he created dual monsters. But dual monsters. So where does it? This is <laughs> where does it tie in? With the thousands of year old pharaoh. So he, he based it on the, the shadow games. Oh, the ancient yeah. shadow games. But of nobody Egypt? knows that. Even though, like, not even Grandpa Yugi, because he uh, somehow okay. does not remember being locked in a tomb for like a week with pictures of all these dual so monsters. This, this is my real question. Yeah. Why does Yu Gi Oh? Yu Gi Oh. It's just, it's Yugi. Yugi What's the Moto. name of the pharaoh? Yami. Yami. Why Yami is, Yugi. What is Yu-Gi-Oh? Just the name? Just what he shouts when he becomes Yami, I guess? I don't All know. Right. 
So anyway, Yugi, why does Yugi look just like Yami? Why does he look just like the, the reincarnation? He is the He's reincarnation. He's the reincarnation. Wait, so yeah. there's nothing there's nothing he did to tie himself to the Pharaoh, but I thought he put together the puzzle. He put together the puzzle because he's the reincarnation of the Pharaoh. So Yugi is almost a full-grown man. Most people are done growing by the time they're 18, 19, 20, yeah. right? Some people up to 22. He is much taller Maybe 25. Episode, I should be really pushing episode. it. So Yugi is 17 years old, like a certified little person. Yeah. Like legally, uh, what's the word? A dwarf. Unless he's like A 14. legal dwarf. Yeah. And so Yami is the grown version of him. Yeah. But he's, oh, wow, this growth spurt is going to hit him like a sack of bricks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Yami is six foot one. I have so many more we'll questions. You, you don't even know. For, okay. I have so many more questions. The hair. Can you explain the hair to me? This has puzzled me since I was a child. Yugi has like blonde hair and then like a black and purple headdress coming out of his. That's his hair? Yeah. It's not a hat. No, it's natural. <laughs> He's five feet tall. <laughs> what do you have to be to be a certified dwarf? Four ten? Four six, I think. Four six or less. All right. So. So the puzzle, the Millennium Puzzle, he's no one's been able to ever put it together. He's been laboring over left and right, but it's just a brain teaser, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Why does the ancient pharaoh look like an anime character? You said because he's a reincarnation of... So it's not Yami. Yami it means a different thing. His name is At- At- Atem, which they never say in the show as far as I know. Or... Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me get more of my lore questions out of the way. Well, see, here they let me let me let me stop you for just one second. All right. Here's my plan for this episode. <laughs> I wanted to drop these truth bombs on you. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. okay. So I, okay, so I just go through jump. And I think you know, I think we've covered everything that you need to know about the show, really, right? Yeah. All the background information. I have a piece of background to share though. I just want you to go through your notes. I want you, okay. you have the floor. All right. First Go note. For it. Yeah. Even. <laughs> even. This is a quote from the intro of the movie. Even eternity doesn't last forever. Yeah. <laughs> is that has to be just something that makes sense in Japanese. But in English, the two words mean the same. And they're like, I can't reconcile this. <laughs> what happened? Is the lady writing? Is it lazy writing? Is a bad translation? I need an answer. Even eternity doesn't last forever. It's. I'll wait. I will wait. It's bad translation. Four right. Kids is known for the kind of like goofy translations. It's not like fun. Everybody's looking at like Funimation nowadays and they're like, see, look, all this stuff, they can translate it well. It's like Funimation, look, they are on another level. They're mm-hmm. like, the show premieres in Japan. It is properly dubbed or mm-hmm. subbed at least. Like, probably before the show finishes. Right. Because they're, on, they're it. on it. And they know. And they have people who speak, who their people are fluent in both languages. Mm-hmm. Four kids was like, hey, Greg, you got Google Translate <laughs> on your computer. You're yeah. in charge of uh, translating the scripts. Here's what I, here's who I want to talk to. Yeah. I want to talk to the punch-up writers for this show. Because I know not all humor translates, and especially like, Japanese humor is very different from American humor, I've heard. Who are the heroes that went through and took 20 minutes to punch up this script? I want to know. There are some jokes in here that I am excited to talk about. It was Greg and Terry. Okay, Greg, Terry, thank you for your service. I had a question. Is this a kickoff movie or an inter, like an interlude movie? And the moment after I wrote that note, it like... Did the whole rundown I'm like Yugi's been here for three years already doing fighting cards and dueling mods? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's an in between movie, okay, it's in between cool. season three and four because every now and again, you know, they do like a kickoff movie, you know, where it's like we're starting with this movie yeah. or whatever. Okay, okay, here's my next note. I told you I was here for the Yu Gi Oh! craze, I was alive for it, I saw it, I was, I took part in it. Our elementary school got a new piano, and they're like, we're gonna have a fun little contest for the kids can vote on the name of the piano. What's the nickname for the piano going to be? You know, we're having new music alongside. Can you guess what happened? All the fifth grade boys banded together and did a write-in campaign. 
to name it Kaiba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And the music teacher had to like veto it and be like, I'm sorry, we can't do this. Like there was even a, stu- a really thoughtful student that was like, you know, we should name the piano Duke after Duke Allington. <laughs> and all the boys got together named it Kaiba and they had to veto and be like I'm sorry we cannot name the piano after an anime character I think they ended up just going with Duke here's the thing I mean it's like when Canada was like name our boat and they're like what did they it was like Hitler did nothing wrong and Bodie McBoatface were the winners and they're like Bodie McBoatface and you guys and they're like you guys are the worst and they never learn you know my thing is, if I was a, if I was an elementary school teacher and I was like, we're naming this thing. And they're like, Kaiba. And I'm like, all right. The new hall of the school is Kaiba Hall. Like, I'm going to I stick by it. You know, you got to live by that. But no, they uh, they can't believe they did you dirty like that. I mean, I didn't see the Kaiba coming. I thought it was going to be like Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Right. Oh, man. I thought his cards were Exodia. Or is that like a different set of Cody, Egyptian cards he has? Exodia. He used it, and then he saw... Here's what happened. He showed... He had Exodia, used it once, and then some little kid comes up, and he's like, can I see Exodia? And he's like, hey, yeah, sure, here you go. You can hold him. And then he chucked him off a boat. Okay. And I mean, it's tri- a dumb premise, right? Because the only thing Exodia is if you get all five Exodia cards and you win. Yeah. Like all five pieces of them. Cool. Which everybody's like, that's hard. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like saying if you get a royal flush in poker, you win. Right. Yeah. You're not going to get the royal flush. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. So, uh, but then uh, Tristan being the hero, not Tristan, Joey being the hero, uh-huh. dove into the ocean off of a cruise ship. Yep. And recovered a foot. And I had the foot. <laughs> that was the only piece of Exodia. I, I had like a, I came across like a Japanese one, one piece of, I was like, all right, well. That's how early, let me tell you something. That's how early I got into Yu-Gi-Oh. I liked the show and everything. Mm-hmm. When it was not even through the first season. And so my aunts and uncles got together and got little booster packs but it was uh-huh. before they had the english ones oh the english ones okay. so they were japanese booster packs wow i still have some of them i don't know what they do <laughs> that's like everything was even like you got one you're like ah it's so cool i can't use this <laughs> guy, I, I could read the numbers um okay Yu-Gi-Oh has three god cards now that aren't exodia yeah. And it's like Slifer, which I might have had Slifer. Or I had a friend who had Slifer. I've seen Slifer. You had the blue guy. Yeah. And there's something raw, something dragon of raw. Wing or dragon wing of raw. Dra- yeah. Anyway, if you play them all at once, I guess they combine for infinite power. Yeah. <laughs> infinite strength. Yes. Infinite power. Yes. Why do we even have a game? Why do we have a game that has numbers if there's a card that has infinite strength? I don't know. Okay, how about the word postulate? They used it like four times in like two sentences. What happened there? Here's what I think. I think uh, they were translating it and someone's like, well, it translates to like, I don't know like figure it out and they're like what's a what's a bougie way of saying that and they're like deduce and they're like no what's the step up from that and someone's like postulate and they're like yes you did it all right pegasus once again is here the pansexual mogul of all cards he has a nightmare and he's like he's no more white wine spritzers before bed he's retired now and then in the morning he's drinking red wine spritzers yeah I don't know why they're trolling the spritzer community, but they got to watch out. Okay. Here's the thing. Pegasus is 27 years old in this. Mm-hmm. Does his eye make him see cards? Is that what he does? That was his, that was his ability until, uh, he lost it. Yeah. Uh, Some kid threw it in the ocean. <laughs> no, their friend who was like, 
their friend who's possessed by an ancient entity that steals millennium items, but is himself trapped inside of a millennium item for stealing millennium items, but he can somehow still steal millennium. Mm. Anyway, it's not important. What's important is he rips it out of his face. All right. But he's but it's also that he's the guy that gave it to anyway, they rip it out of his face. I don't know if it's because they stole it or he's not worthy of it. Whatever. You know, it's a whole it's not in the movie. All right. He's just got a hole. Oh, I guess it's worth mentioning that a a ghost demon of some kind places a card into his deck secretly. Yeah. So that's important to know. Places the because the plot of this movie is Kaiba wants to duel Yugi and beat him. And uh, a demon's like, sweet. I'll sneak in some cards so that uh, things happen. Here's. I don't want to poo poo on the fun of this movie, but what is real and what is not? This is what I don't understand. They put on the wristband things and that's where they play the cards, which like Yu-Gi-Oh as a trading card game is like a card game is 90 percent less fun since I never had one of the wrist thingies. Yeah. You know, that was that's the whole point. But they play, they have life points. When their life points get attacked, they feel physical pain? Yeah. Why? The monsters manifest themselves. Sometimes they're riding the monsters. What is that? Is it black magic? Is it satanic in some way? What is happening? Well, I mean... Because Pokemon, it's like, look, these monsters are really fighting each other. The pocket monsters, the monsters that fit in your pocket, we train them, we fight them. And this is like Digimon's like they're digital monsters. We're in a digital world with them. And yeah. this is like it's trading cards that come to life, but don't. But they will hurt you and possibly destroy the world. Yes. Anyway, it's a kid's game. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so you can't explain any of this to me. You're of no help. Kaiba made the the hologram duel thing. Uh, and in it, he put. Where it's like, oh, if something attacks you directly with an electric shock attack, mm. it's going to shoot lightning bolts at you and hurt you. And everybody's like, cool. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. So here's my thing about anime. Yeah. Possibly my favorite thing about anime that's true of virtually every anime. Yes. Is the friendship power ballad. Oh. I love, especially kids show anime, because it's like, hey, it's a new season. We need a new song. What should the theme of the song be? And Gary is always there in the room to recommend friendship. And I love it. Yeah. I love the lyrics to anime theme songs, especially the kids ones, the positive message, the vague friendship power. This movie, the point of this movie is that friendship power is strong. And I love it. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're talking about the symbol, the special secret symbol they drew on their hands, which I always used to think was some like Egyptian symbol because I could never figure out what the heck it was when I was a little kid because uh-huh. I always was not, you know, kid with the ADHD. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention to what you, enough to pay attention. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Point is, it's just a smiley face. It's just a smiley face on their hands. But they all put their hands together and Taya draws oh, a smiley face. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Okay, I was very... And they're like, our special symbol. I'm like, that's a smiley face. (laughs) Oh, remember earlier when they're like, everyone's forming Yugi because they all want a piece of him because they want to win his god cards. And then Joey and Tristan are like, everyone's here for us. Here's... here's They were going to distract him by running away. I guess, I don't know. Here's the thing. I entirely forgot about the aggressive Brooklynese stereotype of Joey. I think I was too young to notice like the different kinds of accents or whatever. <laughs> but he's blonde. Yeah. What? So he's a Brooklynite living in there in Japan? Yes. No? I think so. Yeah. Where did, how did that happen? Here's the thing. I think everybody ex- I know for a fact Pegasus is supposed to be American. Uh-huh. Because he's pansexual. Exactly. Because he's a rich douche. That's uh, why. Oh, okay. Because he's richer than the richest person they know. And he's evil. Thus, he's American. I guess. Okay. I don't know. It's but I don't know about the rest of them. I don't know. If Joey might. You know what? I'm going to look it up. Joey might. He's got to be an exchange student or something. Or like his I family will, just moved there from uh, Little Italy. Yeah. 
It's going to be like, yeah, he's an exchange student. He's normally, he, he moved from Okinawa to Tokyo. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that, that doesn't explain it. I bet you that's what's going to be. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll look it up and I'll tell you. You uh you uh you keep going on these notes. I want to hear your your problems. Okay, my other favorite piece of writing in this movie. Yeah, I think Pegasus was like. Well, I also I think the funny thing about these kinds of movies is like we've already done two seasons of a TV show, and the kids know everything there is to know about this series. Also, it only makes thirty percent sense anyway. But this is a standalone movie. And there are adults in the theater who want to vaguely understand the plot. So we have to rush in all the details as we go. So it's like when when Seito Kaiba and Pegasus meet up, he's like, hey, here's a little jab at you. Ha ha. And then Kaiba's be like, we are enemies. Don't pretend like we're friends. Like, okay, we got to get the back. Let's just, (laughs) you're just sneaking so much exposition to a thing like this. Because you're like, we've laid all the foundation. all, All the groundwork is here. But we got to catch the parents up so they don't so they don't ask for a refund of their money. I should also point out, I don't think we talked about this. I think this is the lowest rated movie we've done on Rotten Tomatoes. By a wide margin, this yeah. is the lowest rated movie we've seen. But it's pretty good audience score considering. What is it? What's the audience score? It's like 50 or something like that. <laughs> the tomato meters are sitting at a solid 5% on it. <laughs> yeah, it is. I there are movies with zero percent Rotten Tomatoes, but there aren't a lot of them. This has got to be right at the bottom of the list. Not ones that even I would make you watch. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that cruel. Uh, so anywho, Pegasus and Kaiba are at it, and Pegasus kind of sarcastic is like, "Ah, sounds like someone needs a hug." And then Kaiba's like, "No thanks," <laughs> and keeps going. He said, "I don't understand what happened." Someone needs a hug. He's like. No, thank you. Like, I wasn't, I don't think he was really offering. I love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. There's a great fart joke in this one. <laughs> it was like, something smells fishy or whatever. And then Tristan's like, that was me. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> That's okay. okay. Like, I, we, we went there. I've gone down a little bit of a rabbit hole with Joey here. I've got, I've got something to report about him. <laughs> If you're interested yeah, in the answer. Yeah. I don't think he's from Brooklyn, but so in the original Japanese, he does not use honorifics. Which means he speaks very rudely. And like the way he says, like he'll say something that directly translated just is, you know, the word, but is often mm-hmm. translated as like obscene ways of talking or addressing people mm-hmm. because of how it comes across. And that has carried through every dub that they just are like what's the most crass and offensive accent and people from this language <laughs> no <laughs> they went with the brooklyn for him in in uh in english but yeah that's uh that's all that i guess it comes down to is right. that he's just supposed to sound like a rude douchebag all right well that's fair play <laughs> um he and pegasus duel Kaiba and Pegasus, that is. And the whole point is Kaiba's like, I want whatever card you got up your sleeve. I know you got some card to beat Yugi. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. They fight. What? Oh, Pegasus. Okay. He's, it's, he does something just insane. Yeah. He's like, I have just the thing to beat your monster. Blind draws a card and plays it. What was that? He said, I've got just the right thing. He pulled out a card and just played it and was like, exactly. This is the card I was talking about. He hadn't. It was like he he was supposed to have drawn the card and been like, I've got just the thing. Then played it. Instead, he said, I've got just the thing. Draw, play. I don't know. What was that? He knows his deck. What happened? He doesn't have the eye thing, right? Right. This whole thing. He used to have the eye so he could foresee. You know, he could like x-ray vision eye and see whatever card he had next or whatever card his opponent had next. x-ray vision eye he saw into your mind and saw what you saw that's how you beat so him how did he know the next card was just the thing to beat joey he cheated <laughs> okay um there's some great i mean look the banter the punch up i'm telling you it's great yeah tristan and joey fall into the light of pyramid whatever mc escher stares abyss Tristan's like, Joe, I feel as bad as you look. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. 
They went all into it. And what did... That's the whole thing. There's some mystery happening. They know something is going wrong. Yugi... What's his name? Yami? Just Yugi. Yugi? Are you talking about the... The pharaoh? pharaoh. Uh, oh, Atem? Or just pharaoh? Or Fa- Yugi? The pharaoh... The pharaoh can Dark sense Yugi. it. Kaiba doesn't care. And Pegasus is like, something's up. So Pegasus shows up later and he's like, hey, so here's what's going on. <laughs> Got this evil pharaoh guy from the old days and he's coming back and he's poisoning something or whatever, an evil spirit. I looked it up. <laughs> I was like, well, this information is readily available. It was not posted at the museum where all these artifacts, I am very confused. I just that's my favorite thing to ever explain. Like if you ever paint, if you're a writer and you're writing a screenplay and you've ever painted yourself into the corner, what you do is you bring someone in from the previous scene to say, I looked it up and explain everything. Yeah. Don't worry, I did a Google. I know, I know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Very important question. Why does Yugi have an SM belt around his neck? I never noticed it yeah. until now. It's a it's a belt, like a three-inch black belt around his neck. It's not a choker, okay? I cannot visit. It's not a collar. It's not a collar that looks like a belt. It is definitely just a belt. Yeah. Here's the thing, Cody. Explain, the phrase... No, no. Explain it, please. <laughs> it, I need this. What is it? It's buckles and zippers. <laughs> That's what this show is. When he transforms from Yugi into the Pharaoh, you're like, boom, are those pleather blue pant and suit? It's shiny. Is it shark skin? It's, you know? Did you notice how many buckles were on his jacket or on Seto Kaiba's jacket? Um, the only person not rocking the buckle is Pegasus. And that's because he's got that little, like, southern gentleman, like, knot tie. Oh, and he's got the think double. Is acceptable. He's got, and it's like, not. a double breasted, you know, he's got a petticoat coat thing. It, yeah. Yeah. He, you know, and it's, yeah, the buckle situation in the show Yu-Gi-Oh! at all, it's it just entirely, it's insane. It's crazy. Uh, there Later in the show, it gets even crazier. Right. I'll tell you that right now. You also notice, uh, I think at this point, yes, I have confirmed. It goes from the pyramid being held around his neck by a string uh-huh. or a strand to a chain. It is held by, it's a, oh, a yeah. chain. So I recall he's also chain. wearing two belts. Oh uh, yes, the double belt. I forgot about that. He also has a uh, belt buckles on his wrists. <laughs> Who does he need to restrain? Okay, that's what I that's what I need to know. He also apparently has this buckle around his neck from the beginning of the show, and I did not realize that. But you know, it's fine. But here's the thing: this is my this is my beef. I have a beef with Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. My problem is. The show does not accurately portray the rules of the card game. Uh, and so this, this is where the stakes kind of start to go out the window because it's just like, like you pointed out some of the rules and we had little discussions. I only ever played one or two games that Yu-Gi-Oh! like really played it because it's just like, I was a little too young to really grasp the rules and play it properly. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I don't, they're just summoning monsters and playing as many cards and they've got all this stuff. I just, I don't, there's no structure and it takes away it takes all the stakes out of the game because <laughs> it seems like shouldn't he attack her? Oh, he didn't attack her. Did he attack? Did he skip his turn? He seems to have taken three turns without letting the other person take a turn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very confusing for an adult trying to understand a show that's not meant to be comprehended, merely consumed by children. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't keep up. This is the easiest way, I think, to wrap your mind around it is it's if you took Dragon Ball Z and said, <laughs> how do I make the fights card games? Okay. No, that's that's a pretty good way of explaining it. I'm trying to think of what turned here. But at some point I said, oh, so none of the rules have ever mattered. Because at one point, the evil spirit dude just come, pops on out, discards Kaiba. Oh, here's what it was. It was when Yu-Gi-Oh was, Yu-Gi, I'm sorry, like whatever. Yu-Gi, no, no, no. Kaiba's like, I play this card and I use it to destroy the Pyramid of Light so that he can take the monsters that were trapped from it. Anyway, and then the evil spirit dude just like, no, you can't. I will the card to stay there. I was like, what? what are, so the whole 
premise is that it's a card game, and now you're saying the rules don't matter because you can will whatever you want. But then yeah. later, Yugi can destroy the Pyramid of Light. And what happened to the guy willing it to still be there? Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's just keep on going. So the match keeps going on. And here, this... So, at a certain point, what's his name? The evil spirit guy's like, all right, these we're not playing card games anymore. This is a real monster. So now there's a real monster. He says that. Yeah. And so now he's like, you got to fight this monster. It's got a giant axe coming out of its forehead. It's got an axe tomahawk. Yeah. He's head. like, your dumb uh, cards can't do head. anything against a real monster. And then Kaiba's like, Yugi, use this card. And it's his, it's his shiny eyes dragon. And then that becomes a real monster. But why? Because I thought you, the whole thing was Yugi was out of cards, but then a card just laying down, so Kaiba throws it to him, and then he plays it. But it's a real monster that can destroy the other monster. That's a real. Mo- so how does it become a real monster? Yes. It's <laughs> a real monster. No, stop. What happened to this? Here's the thing: when Yugi beats Kaiba in the match, I was like, "What a satisfying ending to this arc." And then they're like, "Just kidding." The Pharaoh's here and it's a real monster now. I was like, well, now I'm not even interested because I know it's just going to work out fine. Yeah. How did the dragon become a real monster? Why have we not utilized this power more? Why did, Why is not Kaiba the ruler of the earth? Was it a real why monster? Are, yes. <laughs> the Pharaoh's, the evil Pharaoh guy said his monster was real now. Yeah. And then they combated it with the shiny eyes dragon. Yes. So in theory, the shiny ass dragon is now a real monster because it just expelled a real monster, right? Yes. Am I wrong here? Have I gone crazy? Yes. It's Yugi. He's got the pyramid with the power, with the magic. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. Whatever. How'd they get that? Why did they choose that? When the dragon leaves, when the shiny ass dragon is like, "All right, I did my job. I'm gonna go away now." It makes a sound that I'm going to ask you to replicate. So my first question. Yeah. Go for it. No, go for it. No, no make the sound. Test. Make it. I was testing. No, make it. How full is your water? I'm not too full. I think you can do it easier oh if you gosh. shout. You just got to scream into your hydro flask. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. Now let me ask you why. It's the most powerful card in the game. It's the most powerful no. card in Kaiba's deck. All right. It's the most powerful thing he can play. Yeah. Right? Right. And then it made that sound. <laughs> That's not even like rough draft, first draft level noise. That was like the chair scraped across the ground. It picked up on the mic, and we don't have time to make a real dragon sound. What was that? Whose job was it to make the monster sounds? And why did they, were they fired? I think that, I mean, that's a sound that gets used more, way too often for powerful dragon monsters in all the different animes. Okay, here's how you I make a dragon it. sound. I'm going to reveal a secret. It's the same way they made the T-Rex sound. You take two or three animal roars, reverse them, smush them together. And that's how you make any scary monster sound. It's very easy. Yeah. You can do it. I've done it. But I've what, done it in iMovie. But what if we have uh, Linda scream into a tin can? <laughs> I just don't think you're going to come back and they're going to be hired for the next Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Look, this movie made twenty nine million (laughs) dollars. Can I know the budget or what do you think? What do you think this experience costs to make? Five million. Twenty million. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. I have a final question. Kaiba was discarded by the, you know, evil pharaoh dude. He was injured, whatever. He threw the card to Yuki, played it. The dragon saved the day, whatever. When did Kaiba get bandages? Did he have bandages? (laughs) He's holding his arm where he got hurt. And in the last scene, like he pops up, throws him the card. He's holding his arm. He's got bandages on his right arm. Or is that just a shirt bunched up? I had that thought, but he was grabbing right at the spot. He's grabbing, and he has such an, that cloak didn't have, he's, okay, you got your, he's the zipper guy, right? He's not bandage themed. Well, he's got. Yugi's got the buckles. He's got a lot of buckles in this one with his new uh, white sleeveless jacket. I mean, that there, there he is, you know. 
saw where the bandages were where the buckles were on that picture you just showed me. So were they just the buckles? They were no, they were white bandages. Dude. <laughs> Is there a longer magic. cut of this movie where someone tends to him? No, it's magic. It's always the magic, isn't it? It was the dragon. So, I mean, there are my notes. Do you want to hear my thoughts? Yes. That's this, all I want. This was a bad movie. You know, some of the jabs I got a kick out of. I got a kick out of the white wine spritzer and the red wine spritzer. I got a kick out of the you look like you need a hug. No, thanks. <laughs> the not getting the sarcasm. That was fun. Yeah. You know, the. And honestly, I do enjoy like the dumb anime like, ah, I've powered up beyond your comparisons. And then he's like, but you've trapped into my trap card and now I've reversed your fortunes upon myself. Therefore, you know, it can be kind of fun. But as soon as the rules don't matter anymore, I was like, well, you broke my trust. I'll allow you you to play extra monsters. I'll allow the turns to not make a lot of sense. But when you just straight up say this game, none of the rules ever mattered. Now I'm offended. And I would like a refund, please, sir. At a minimum, I I will also accept one additional movie edition trading card as compensation. Oh, then, Cody, do I got a deal for you? Because you got a booster pack for going to see this movie. That's what we all did. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring one for you, but I did not. Oh. I was going to bring you the suck puffball that I got <laughs> twice. I saw this in theaters twice. Oh, my gosh. When they did the, they did uh, the, for the what's it called, Detective Pikachu. They did the cards. That was so fun. Yeah. I when I was a kid, I mean that was like that was a good boy. That was a good boy and did errands with my mom and did my chores. Yeah. On Saturday, sometimes I get a booster pack of Pokemon cards. Nice. Like a fun little treat for me. Bless my mom for getting those because they were not cheap <laughs> and we yeah. were not wealthy. Yeah, they're like five bucks for one of those packs, right? Yeah, I think I think early, I think mid nineties, it was more like three fifty. Yeah, sounds about right. Three three fifty. Ice cream man sold them for four. Nice, nice. So I mean, I would not. This, look, I got a little slap happy watching the movie, and yeah, that's man. uh, you know, that's something we yeah. didn't have to pay for it, and that's something else. Yeah. How would you compare this to Broly? <laughs> I mean. It's much worse than Broly. <laughs> I mean, Broly, I enjoyed Broly. Yeah. Um, I mean, they share the essence of like, I'm powering up beyond your power up, but your power up is void because I have this hidden power up. You know, they share that. Yeah. But uh, no one got punched through a mountain in this, and that makes it automatically worse. And at least Broly writing was much more consistent, you know, yeah. and I had empathy for Broly. Kaiba's just like a douche the whole time and won't listen to any. He's like, yeah, I will destroy my life purpose is to defeat you in a duel, and I don't care if I have to destroy the world to do it. And you're like, Kaiba, it's it's fine. <laughs> you you'll get there. He's a child, just murder him. <laughs> <I don't Yeah. laughs> he does uh he does do he does get real close to that in the show. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's I mean, it's a wild ride. I could tell you were really cracking under the movie there at the end when I said when it started to do the real monster appear. And I said, Haha, by winning, you've activated my trap card. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I mean, that sums it up. My favorite thing that I've uh, seen like a content creator, if you will, make about Yu-Gi-Oh was uh, yeah. somebody filmed them and another guy this is two guys playing Yu-Gi-Oh just mm-hmm. normal actual card game and uh one of them every single move the other guy made he just said as expected <laughs> and the other one every time he drew a card he'd be like aha yes I, ah. but they just played the game like normal <laughs> and neither one of them really knew the rules that well so they had to like double check and reread the cards a lot but he's like ha yes you've activated my trap wait <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> There's a lot of that, and it's very funny. Oh man, it's like I, I, I need to. When I post this, I'll have to post the, uh, the, the Magic the Gathering guy, his uh, milk factory card. Where you know, <laughs> yeah. I think that the version of this card game that is truly endured is like Magic the Gathering. Yeah, that's the, like the for the real serious players. That's what everyone really plays. 
Yeah, but. they're all based on the same. I mean, this Yu-Gi-Oh more than any of them is just magic with two zeros on the end of all the numbers. Yeah. Um, Pokemon's the same exact rules, <laughs> but yeah. not with two zeros on the end. But this one, you sacrifice monsters, and uh, I don't think you do. In Pokemon, you evolve your monsters. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, so the rules in the show are never consistent with the the actual card game, which is weird and dumb. But it's Konami, so... What, you know, what are you really expecting? I don't. Answers. Characters that are not... You can't be that short. Just not explain it. Yeah. Here's there's also a VR chat. I don't video. trust anyone with blonde, black, and purple hair. I did it for Halloween. <laughs> no. Yes. Pictures. I need I it. I don't have pictures of it. They don't exist. But did I dye my hair blonde? Is already kind of blonde. Did I dye it black with red highlights? Yes. Oh my gosh. Did I wear a leather blue trench coat? Yes. <laughs> Did I put on belts of random parts of my body? Yes. <laughs> oh man. I mean that's the that's the movie. That's what I got. Yeah. I was also fat, so that was even funnier. <laughs> I wish I had pictures because I'm sure I looked ridiculous. <laughs> man, one day, one day we'll have the ability to look extract ex- extract memories from our brains and now I'll be there to watch. You'll see memory. my three giant hair spikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is there to say? Can you is there more truth to drop on me? I don't know if I can handle anymore. There's no more truth. There's not. I mean, there's. The knowledge pool of this show is very shallow. It, you know, <laughs> it's not there's not a lot of depth here. I just wanted to hear you go on about this about this movie. I needed someone else to have seen it to realize it what this it movie, is this movie is like small soldiers for me we're like no one i've never talked to someone else who was like oh i know that movie i made you watch the trailer to it once right i've seen it so many times small soldiers yes he did i think that's what small soldiers is for me like it was my life for 18 months <laughs> growing up and i had the action figures and i watched that tape dozens of times um and i just i have no one to discuss it with maybe one day one day today we did Yu-Gi-Oh and I'm a better man for it yeah you are you loved it well I'm not worse are you glad that I didn't pay for it (laughs) yeah yeah me too yeah yeah you don't need that 29 million dollars creeping up anymore yeah that's all I've got to say I mean that's the end I mean that's don't watch it I wouldn't say I would I wouldn't watch this again I wouldn't make someone watch this it is solidly just another episode of the show. It is uh, no better or worse. I mean, I guess if this had been haunting me, I needed someone else to watch it to discuss it on like a recorded format of some kind. Yeah. Sure. I would have preferred if uh, Hera and Docs had made an appearance. It's the two, is the twin brothers that rhyme. And they... Oh. More oh. than anything, just make up the rules to the I game. I forgot about those guys. They changed the entire game into basically a chess match. Oh. And it's very weird. Anyway. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Cody, for watching this with me. Oh, you're welcome. You can share opinion havers <laughs> yeah. wherever you can find it. Yeah. On Voodoo. We'll be... You know, our collaboration with Yu-Gi-Oh! is sure sure to be coming out soon, right? I'm sure they're going to be contacting us after this episode and setting up some cards. We'd be willing to sell out to just about anybody, but I'm not selling out to Konami. (laughs) No. If they contacted us and be like, hey, we want to sponsor you guys, I'd be like, you need to offer a lot. (laughs) I would demand money from lots of money from Mm. them. There's a price. But it's high and it's only for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. <laughs> okay. Coming to a console near you. Oh my god. I, oh, hold on. I just recovered a memory. The Yu-Gi-Oh! PS2 game? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so confusing. Oh yeah. I couldn't. I was like, I want this so bad for me. Like, 
I want to be able to digitally play Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I could never figure out how to tap cards, how to fuse, how to summon. I couldn't do any of it. So I would just sit in there. I would like, I've gone back at least six times to the game to be like, how does it work? I want to play it so bad. And I can never figure out how it works. Nobody could. That's the magic of the game. You have to have oh, the same mentality man. as the characters we in the show. We didn't even talk once about the heart of the cards. The heart of the cards. You have to have the heart of the cards. That's like the thing I've carried in my heart from this <laughs> playing like yeah. poker or like any any other card game. Like you're not <laughs> you won't succeed because I have the heart of the cards. That's yeah. what you don't get. I say that to my wife all the time. <laughs> she does not understand what I'm talking about. She doesn't know about this show. She never watched it. Uh, if you have the heart of the cards, you can tweet us at Opinion Havers. Challenge us on Insta. You can be doing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Mm -hmm. An event. Link up with us. Link up. And uh, man, thank you for watching. Listening? Yeah. Subscribing. Listening. Yeah. Thank you for your patronage. <laughs> and until next time, watch movies and have opinions. <laughs> this movie was my trap card for this entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> What? Cody, no. we almost forgot. What? I'm here. We're no. back. I know. We thought we did the only stinger. What? I have to do the thing. Oh, do the thing. I you do should the... do the thing for my thing, too. Oh, a double thing. That might be, it might be too late. I'm doing it. Uh, the, the machine. Do the thing. Uh, it's opening. Do the thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a leader battle angel. Dang it. Yes. Oh, that's going to be so good in 4K. Yes, we can watch yes. it on my TV. Okay, can you do mine though? Yes, I have to. Because we didn't yours. do Cody's corner thing. I'm not looking forward to Lita. Lita battle, battle angel. angle. It'll look beautiful. Yeah. Defi divine the film. Sunset Boulevard. So the next Tyler's trash is Alita colon battle angel, and the next Cody's corner is Sunset Boulevard. Oh, well. <laughs> how artisanal. <laughs> Until next time, uh, do the thing. And uh, have opinions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Activate the... Divine the film. Divine the film. Yes.